0: going on guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Red gold standard podcast my name is Zach Hernandez and as always I am joined by my co-host Matt Llewellyn and tonight we're going to be breaking down previewing excuse me the 49ers versus the Raiders final preseason game Matt how you doing this Friday evening
1: I'm doing pretty well Zach let's uh let's hope for no injuries in you know in the game or in the stadium for that matter it's the first time the Raiders and the Niners are playing uh so let's, let's hope no stabbings this time
0: Yeah, yeah, no injuries to players or or, uh, fans in the stands, that's for sure. Um, While you guys are here, hit like on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. We're trying to get to 2,000 subscribers. Help us reach our goals. We can give away a 49ers jersey. Also, if you're watching on Twitter, hit retweet, uh, favorite, follow. We're trying to reach 10,000 followers on Twitter. Two different chances to win a 49ers jersey. Now that we got all the plugs out of the way, let's get into it. Uh, Matt, some of the biggest air quotation news that came out today, uh richie james one of the most loved 49ers players currently is out six weeks with a knee injury (laughs) yeah i think i could get where you're going guess where you're going with this one does that spell the end for him
1: i think so well i don't know it depends it depends on how the other receivers do but i think that that it's one of the final nails in the coffin if it's not the that gets him you know off of the team then it's one of Um, it'll be interesting to see because they have to make it the final cut down to 53. And so the way that it works this year, you have unlimited IR spots and you can bring people back, but they have to make the 53 man first. Otherwise they won't be able to return. So it'll be really interesting to see what they do with Richie James and how they approach this. So we'll see going forward. Um, Hopefully there's no other major injuries on, you know, coming in out of the game. So that you know they can make that determination strictly based off of what they think they're going to do with Richie James
0: yeah I agree um it, it's tough and you know uh Sunday yeah Sunday against the Chargers there was just a little bit of you know what two plays then you had a nice return and one catch and it's sad that even that amount was like oh something from Richie James you know it's like yeah. hopefully something happens once he gets healthy but the, the thing is now, other guys, it's on them. Do you step it up? Uh, guys like in uh, Webster, um, guys obviously Trent Sherfield, I think is basically all but a lock at making the final 53. I think so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: something else I thought was pretty interesting today at Kyle's press conference was he called Jalen Hurd one of their you know best six receivers, and I'm like, there's a giant asterisk missing in the room mm-hmm. when healthy. Do you agree with him? Right.
1: I I don't know what he is. I don't know if Jalen Hurd is talented or not. He doesn't – like, when has he ever played? Like, he's he's literally never played in an NFL game that counts. So, you know, I assume that he's playing on Sunday. You better do something and come out of that game healthy. Otherwise, talent – I mean, all the talent in the world doesn't matter if he can't be on the field.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's tough because it's like – it's like – did what what we saw from him against the cowboys way long ago it seems like when i was a child at this point is that the real jalen Hurd? is that what we have been missing out on this whole time or was that just a fluke you know because it's preseason and who the hell knows it's tough the the i think what's so intriguing about him is you know his build because he's a big receiver he's physical um and he looked good he looked good when he was healthy so there's just that thought of what if, and I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are both kind of holding on to this the the prospect that he could return to that, or even you know become that at some point. Um, I did think it was interesting though. It seems like they're still, I don't want to say, leaning towards having him make the final fifty-three, but I don't know if I were to get something from their quotes and from their interviews, it seems like they're trying to get him to make the final fifty-three. But
1: right. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's again, you know, you're gonna get a lot of chances when they put a third round pick into you. And I think that's what that's all this really is. Yeah. Um, they have them they have them under contract and it doesn't make a ton of sense to cut them. So they're just trying to see if they can get anything out of him, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah,
0: definitely. Uh also, real quick, Melissa has this new Trey Harris shirt. I've I've had it for a while. I guess I've just never worn it. Shout out to Warriors World, they got some really cool 49ers merch. Um, this one's dope from them. They got it right when he got drafted. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the whole Jalen Hurd talk is really going to depend on how the next week shapes out. Obviously I think Kyle even said, you know, he might play and we're going to go from there. Um, they were talking, I thought was interesting though, in the press conference, Kyle was talking about how there's pluses and minuses to not having that fourth and final preseason game, because there are guys that you probably would have not had make the team showing enough to make the team. Do you think. Any guys possibly that you would imagine this year might have make might make the team that probably won't if there was a fourth preseason game?
1: Um, you know, I it's hard to say. I think that the guys there are guys that made an impact right away, and because the starters played so little in the first two games, you got a really good look at a lot of the the you know the real fringe guys. So. I don't know that I agree from that perspective. Maybe it's just like you don't get as big a mix of, you know, first, second, third team to kind of see how they do against a little bit better talent. But overall, I think they've gotten enough look at these guys like, you know, like Jonas Griffith has stood out as a guy who looks like he could be a player and that's somebody that they're going to want to stick around. Um, I don't know. It it depends. I think that maybe a fourth preseason game would give more clarity to – the running back situation in terms of, is Gallman going to make the team? Is Hasty going to make the team? Can Elijah Mitchell be better than either of them? We don't know. Cause Mitchell hasn't played. Maybe that fourth preseason game could have showed a little bit in that regard, but overall, I think the guys that you potentially cut, I don't know that they're going to be huge impact guys that you're going to miss overall.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of tough to like predict the future and, and what ifs and whatnot, but I just, it's an interesting conversation to have because a lot of, the talk around eliminating the fourth preseason game, at least up until now that I thought about it was positive. It was, oh, thank God we're getting rid of that fourth preseason game. Nobody needs it, especially now that they're extending the season. <laughs> but there's also the downside that there's less chances for guys to put good film out there for either their own team or other teams to get picked up if cut. So it's interesting. But I do think that there are some guys that might come down to it. I know Kyle even talked about Travis Benjamin, Webster, yeah. Guys like that, either veterans or young guys who, you know, with all due respect, need all the help they can get. So it'll be interesting. But I thought Webster looked good as a return man um, last week. So we'll see against the Raiders what happens. Um, But I do think that there are going to be some tough cuts coming up, and you always hate to see it. Um, For sure. The next topic I have for you, Matt. And I thought this was interesting. And it kind of saw a little bit of debate going back and forth on social media in the last couple of days about it. And it's, you know, the whole idea that uh offense coordinator, Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan have been talking about how they're going to use both quarterbacks throughout mm-hmm. the season. Do dual quarterback systems ever work?
1: This is, this is going to last like two weeks. Anybody who thinks this is going to go on the whole season is just fooling themselves. They're trying to they're trying to give Trey Lance this job. They're giving Jimmy Garoppolo the opportunity to screw it up because they're gonna you're gonna see them each week against each other until it's obvious that Trey should be the starting quarterback, and then Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna get benched. It's that simple. They're not doing this the whole season.
0: Yeah, I I, I when I mean the the immediate example people love to say is well Drew Brees and Taysom Hill did it and they were not successful. the same. It's not the same at all. And, no. and Jimmy Garoppolo is not Drew Brees. Okay. And with all that, not even that. And
1: Trey Lance is way better than Taysom Hill. And they're exactly. not going to line him up at wide receiver.
0: Exactly. I mean, Taysom Hill just got beat up by Jameis. So mm-hmm. that says a lot. But I do think that.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's it's post LASIK Jameis Winston. So he That's can see true. now.
0: That's true. Maybe now
1: he'll throw to the to the guys in the same color jersey as him.
0: um it's interesting because we've talked about it multiple times obviously all of the 49ers podcasting community has and it seems like the consensus out there is Kyle doesn't want to just metaphorically slit Jimmy's throat out there and say you're gone we're gonna put Trey in it's almost like he wants to gradually no but
1: he can't that's the problem he can't without pissing off some of the vets. Yeah. It has to be readily apparent to guys like George Kittle to guys like Mike McGlinchey that are on the Jimmy Garoppolo bandwagon that it has to be Trey, you know, will go out there and, you know, run a red zone drill or whatever, and they'll score a touchdown. And then maybe the next possession, Jimmy Garoppolo throws one of his Jimmy throws and it's a pick. And then in a real game where wins and losses count, not this preseason stuff where who gives a shit if you win or lose, because it really doesn't matter. You're trying to get out healthy and you're trying to run plays In a real game situation, like if they come up in, you know, against the wall in Detroit and it's like, Jimmy's not getting it done, but then Trey does when it's real wins and losses, those veterans are going to come around and be like, Oh God. Okay. It's time. And then Kyle doesn't have to worry about it. They painted themselves into a weird corner by spending so much to, you know, draft Trey, spending so much money to keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster at 27 million that they don't, I mean, they put themselves in a rock and hard place. And locker room, I feel is pretty divided right now. And when that it's no longer divided, and everybody's on board with trade, that's when Kyle's gonna be like, "Done, switch."
0: Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of why it's like he's doing it gradually because I think it needs to yeah. be done gradually. We've talked about it uh, last week on Niners News. This past weekend, we basically you know said, "Look, it's a tough, delicate situation that you need to approach with some finesse, you know, and some touch because if you do it." gradually it's like the whole team it's like you know in a vacuum it's going to be crazy so
1: well it's not a sustainable thing not only from a locker room perspective where you know the old saying if you have two quarterbacks you don't really have one this is not that case because both can be actual starters it's a little bit different but i don't know he you go from jimmy garoppolo who's going to I don't buy that BS that Kittle can't take it when he went to Iowa with CJ. He works every off with him. It was close, to Nick Mullins. It's different, though. It's different. It's just different.
0: So, so for the for the people listening, it's different. only CJ uh, CJ
1: yeah. CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins are not the same as Jimmy Garoppolo. It's yeah. not even close.
0: It's like moral support look, from George. Yeah.
1: Look <laughs> at the record. Look at the record.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Jimmy Garoppolo wins, and that's all that players care about. They want to win. Yeah.
0: For the people yeah. listening only, just real quick, the comment here is from Melissa saying she doesn't buy the BS that Kittle can't take it. Uh, he went to Iowa with CJ Beathard. He works every offseason with him and he was close to Nick Mullins. Um, he's been with all three quarterbacks all years, uh, but in all years, but 2019 is business. And yeah, Matt was saying that they're not the same level because it's almost like they're buddies and it's moral support. It's not genuine. No, you should be the starter and I'm going to go all out for you in my right. opinion at least.
1: Well, and, you know, I don't agree with Chris Sims on nearly anything he says, but they were talking about this the other day when they were talking about CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins and stuff. And he said, listen, Kyle can make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And those two are terrible (laughs) quarterbacks. Terrible quarterbacks. They're both going to be lucky. I mean, Mullins is not, I don't think Mullins is making that Eagles roster. I think he's gone. And I don't even, I can't even remember where CJ Beathard is. Is he in, where is he? Oh, there you go. Could have fooled me. He's challenging. He might not make that. He might not make that roster because Gardner Minshew's there. Yep. A lot of these quarter. A lot of these teams. Not every team is the 49ers and carries three quarterbacks. Most teams carry two. Yep. So.
0: And, and Kyle Shanahan basically said, "You know, we're only going to rock, rock with two this season." But it, it's it goes did say, he say that? a lot. I thought he said it today. Something like that. Something like oh, along well, the lines.
1: See, see you later, Nate Sudfeld. Then. Yeah. Not that they can't be. go get him if they need to.
0: I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of work. Here's we my thing. If you, if
1: you get down that far in the depth chart again, you're in trouble anyway. So it really doesn't matter. Just, you know, whatever. But when we're going to the, you know, the idea of a dual quarterback thing, people are, you know, thinking this is going to go all season long. It can't not only from the team perspective and the vets and stuff like that, but just from a, from a football perspective. So you got Jimmy Garoppolo who's coming in and he's throwing these like pillow soft floating passes and then you're going to have trey lance come in throwing piss missiles at everybody like that's not going to work there's going to be a ton of these you know jimmy like jimmy's not throwing it hard enough so it gets picked underneath or trey threw it too hard it went through the dude's hands and it's tipped and it's picked you have to adjust there's an adjustment period when between quarterbacks when you're looking at one guy who throws a certain way famously Jerry Rice said that he had problems when Steve Young first came in because he's left-handed and the ball spins the opposite way. These things matter. So just from a logistical football perspective, I don't think it can last long because if they're actually going to interchange them like they say they're going to, it's going to cause all kinds of problems with the wide receivers and they're not going to enjoy that.
0: And I think we've already seen some of that in the the couple preseason games that we've had, how many drops on the wide receivers just because there's so much heat on the ball from Trey. And they're just not used to that with
1: Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't have that. And part of that's Trey, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: at the same time, like, you know, there there are some of those passes you got to catch. That one to Richie James, he's got to catch. So
0: Yeah, no excuse. Brandon Ayuk had a couple. Um, Obviously, there was one that – the two that sparked a lot of debate, but we won't go into those. Um, Speaking of Ayuk, Matt, there was the uh, news that he was injured – and he will not play Sunday Mm
1: -hmm.
0: against the Raiders. And it was not – I don't think it was a serious injury. I'm trying to find it here. Um, Yeah. Oh, I think it was a hamstring injury.
1: Yeah. What is it with the
0: 49ers and hamstrings?
1: I mean, that's just every NFL team. I bet you if we go and look at the injury wire on every other team, they got like six dudes with hamstrings. (laughs) That's just the nature of football. It doesn't sound serious. And, you know, Jason Verrett came up as somebody who might not play – you know, there's a couple others, and this is just them being real careful. This is just who cares about preseason. If you're healthy, we'll get you in there, but any little nick or scrape or whatever we're pulling you, you're not going to play because the 49ers know this season is going to be won or lost based off of their health and their ability to stay healthy. So they're going to be extra conservative with the players that, uh, you know, that that have these little nagging things. So
0: Yeah, yeah that's fair. I mean – it just seems like, I don't know, maybe because I only focus on the 49ers, but it's always yeah. a Niners thing, especially with these receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, Fernando Arias is, I'm surprised, Shaquille's guitar. is back from an injury. I thought it would take him longer. That also happened. They activated him mm-hmm. from the, uh, I think it was a PUP list, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was that surprised yeah. you at all? Is that just simply for no. the rules roster-wise?
1: Uh, this is to give him a test run. And okay. if he can get out there and he can go and he can do the things that he needs to do, they'll keep him on the roster. If not, they're going to IRM before the 53. This is all that is. He hasn't practiced at all. He's done some rehab work and stuff like that. But even Kyle, when he came out on the press conference, he's like, we hope he can play. We hope, we hope, we think. He might, we may, you know, those type of... He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So, he again, Tart can do all the running in the world. He can do, you know, the little cuts and stuff like that against air. But in an NFL situation with the adrenaline pumping and you got to make those hard turns on the field, that it's really going to be the first true test to see how that toe is going to hold up. And they need to know. So if he can make it, fantastic. If he can't, they're going to IR him and it's going to be that simple. And then somebody else who was potentially going to get cut is going to make the team. Hmm. So for me, it's as simple as see what you got.
0: Yeah. All right. Hopefully he can come through, man. Cause Tart's talented. Yeah. And you know, he just signed this one year contract extension this offseason. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, also Drake Greenlaw is out with a hip injury. Um, mm-hmm. minor injuries according to Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. keeping it safe, like you said. Kid gloves. Yep. So the list that will not suit up against the Raiders, Richie James, Ayuk, Greenlaw, Verrett, um d ford and nick bosa and those are all either maintenance yep. or injury related
1: right and, yeah and there's no reason to put bosa out there like really honestly it's just you know i know we got a comment in here beat the raiders on sunday no one cares about that no one cares no one cares it doesn't matter what the yeah. final show score us is. what
0: you got show us what you got
1: right we want the players that are on the fringe to either show out or or get out and we want our starters and frontline players to get some reps and stay healthy because it's all about week one in Detroit. It's yep. about getting there. It's about starting the season off right. That plain and simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Ace Daddy says Tart not healthy. He should get cut.
1: Uh, I mean, if he's on injured reserve, it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. There's not much of a benefit.
1: They can. I mean, he's on a one-year deal. They can cut him for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah uh melissa says it's just me or tarping back a bit fishy with hufanga balling out they have to see what he can do because if he's coming to him saying like hey i can do it i can do it i can do it the team doesn't necessarily know until they put him out there and see if he can do it
0: yeah yeah and hufanga looks good but if you were to put them right now both you know in snap for snap there's going to be a clear drop off between jacquist guitar and i don't know it'd be hufanga. clear. I don't, you don't think, think
1: it would so? be that clear. Nope. Hmm. Okay. No, because that turf toe is a serious thing.
0: Okay. A- a- asterisk if healthy. Yeah, you're right. I you're
1: mean, right. Joukowsky tarted his best, sure.
0: Yeah. That's right. That's
1: but, but we don't know if he's at his best. We don't know if he can maintain his best. Maybe he comes back for a little bit, and then week three, that toe just gives out. Again, turf toe is, you know, it goes one of two ways. Either it resolves and you can get past it, or... It becomes something like Patrick Willis, where it leads to early retirement because it dogs you throughout your entire career. Yeah. So
0: we um we talked about it a little bit on yeah. Niners News, but we had had a doctor DM us said that he loved the show. He wanted you to just ask, go into a little bit more of turf toe. He says that there's a giant misconception about it, and a lot of fans thinks it's just like stubbing your toe or rubbing your toe wrong. How serious is yeah. it for a? a, a athlete like, uh, Chiquisky Tart or Patrick Willis to deal with, you know, it's it's serious.
1: It compromises the big toe joint. And that's like one of the, I mean, it's one of the biggest foot stabilizers that you have in terms of quick agile movements. So, um, it's essentially like an extreme hyperextension of that toe and it, and it really screws up that ligament and causes a lot of pain, a lot of inflammation and, and it can be debilitating. And because, you know, the feet in general have poor circulation, Even if you get a surgical repair, there's no telling how good it's going to be or how long it can last because you're not getting the type of blood flow and, you know, which is vital for recovery that you would get in like an arm or, you know, the upper further up the leg or whatever. So those, those things can be really, really tricky to, to get past. So again, they have to see what they have in him.
0: And is there basically the only thing you can do is rest? I mean, I know you mentioned surgery, but it's like,
1: yeah, yeah. you can try, but I mean, if it's a really bad case of turf toe, it's just like, it's one of those things where like once you get that ligament stretched like that, you can't really necessarily, you know, it doesn't necessarily go back. It's not, it's connective tissue. It's not something like, you know, it's, it's hard to explain in really simplistic terms, but it's connective tissue, which is not super elastic. So once it's stretched, it's stretched. It's not going to, it's like a Laffy Taffy. It's like, um, think of it and it's not the exact same mechanism. So please don't come at me in the comments, but it's like somebody (laughs) who dislocates their shoulder. Right. And then each subsequent time, it's just easier and easier to dislocate that shoulder. And you just never know, you know, even if you get it surgically repaired, you can still, you know, stability becomes the real issue. And even little things, maybe one time he cuts and it's perfect. And then the next time, maybe he just has some internal or external rotation of the foot that just completely screws up that type of, you know, that that plant and and causes pain or inflammation. They just got to see because they won't know until he gets out there.
0: Yeah, it it sounds pretty serious. It it does. Um, And it's it's tough, but. We wish Tart the best. I know Hopefully it's
1: it. It, it's it's funny because it's like a lot of times on you know, I remember NFL primetime or like the old ESPN shows and stuff, they used to like rag on dudes that had turf toe. Really? It used to be like a joke injury, but it's a serious injury. <laughs> Any injury with the foot is bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, they used to deny concussions existed too.
1: So yeah, <laughs> very true.
0: Yeah. Uh, Melissa says Kyle has said he makes up his mind before last preseason game. So does that mean in Simba Webster based on the last two games makes it or does Richie injury do so?
1: I mean, I think Simba Webster is going to make it just based off of his special teams ability. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a choice right now with Richie James injured. Not that it was much a choice ahead of time because I mean, Richie James, again, statistically is one of the worst returners in the NFL Statistic. and it's not even close. I think it was like 98th in kick return yardage. It was tough. Like kick, kick yards per return or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, she added on, I heard someone saying Simba shouldn't make it based on special teams alone. He has to be able to, uh, wide receiver on offense and be able to block like Shannon have wide receivers. Would you be disappointed? He got in over Benjamin who can also perform special teams. Duty?
1: That's not necessarily true because if he's on special teams, not just as a returner, but when they do kickoffs or whatever, and he's a gunner and he can run down there, there are players with special teams utilities and there are guys that they specifically keep for their special teams utilities. And if, you know, if he can do that, then that's fine. He wouldn't, again, if you're getting to wide receiver six, you're not doing it right. So he can be wide receiver six and still contribute on special teams and, and on returns.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, like you said, you're very far down the depth chart at that point. You're, we're not thinking of, you know, guys that are going to play 90% of the snaps per game. It's a very small percentage. Right. And if you can contribute with the spark on special teams, that the 49ers had so desperately yeah. needed, that's enough. That's more than what exactly. we've got so far.
1: So. yeah you don't need him to go out there and get you know seven catches for 80 yards every game that's not his job his job is to do better than 5.8 yards per kick return and whatever what is it like 15 yards per punt return or some whatever it was it was terrible <laughs> It so bad i i had to go so far down the list that i thought i had to i scroll back up like three times because i thought i passed him and you know like when I mean, your brain just skips over a name yeah. and i looked and legitimately no
0: that's hilarious um all right, Ace Daddy says move left tackle more to right guard, Jalen. Th-
1: they originally drafted him to play guard, but he's shown versatility, and so he's going to be that swing line player. I think whether it's at the tackle spot or if they want to fill him in, that's what they're going to try to do with him. I think.
0: Yeah, and I he's got a he... minor
1: injury too, by the way, which yep. hopefully resolves itself.
0: Yeah, I thought he looked better uh, against the Chargers definitely than he did against. Um, Chiefs I mean but that's not saying much Obviously but yeah, I like to see That improvement he stayed in there he, he kind of Worked through it and he wasn't getting completely Obliterated like he was <laughs> Week one against the Chiefs so that was nice to see Um, Yeah Alright moving on I thought This was funny there's not much to talk about but John Lynch was uh, on CanBR And he asked if he was concerned About Bosa, Ford, and Kinlaw Returning from injury and he said Yeah I have concerns about the health of the other Teams that have to play him Nice sick dad joke from, from John Lynch there.
1: Hey, man, got to work him in when you can.
0: You, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about this immediately. Like, I really hope this tweet doesn't come back to, to haunt us in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. But
1: uh. I, you know what, though, if they're healthy, I agree with him. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, definitely. He names those three, and then when you're not even at like Eric Armstead and DJ Jones and contavious Street and Arden Key and Maurice Hurst balled out before, you know, like dude, there are so many uh, Samson Ebicam, like
0: it's deep, you know? it's deep, dude. It really is deep.
1: Yeah. I mean, we saw it against the Chargers. There were definitely some some good pass rushers Jordan Willis with the safety. Ebucam got uh it was it wasn't God, was it a sack? I think it was a sack. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can see him engaged in the line and you could see him just follow the quarterback through the blocking. And he was like, he knew where the quarterback was. And so it was a good heads up play from him. Another heads up play from Eric Armstead where Easton stick ran past him and stepped up in the pocket. And then Armstead was able to get him from the backside because he didn't give up on the play. So, and those aren't even like the top flight guys. If the top flight guys are in there and healthy, look out, man, they're going to be really, really good.
0: Yep, throwing uh, Kentavious Street, Baby Hulk. He looks great. Uh, Jake Hutchinson yeah, posted a video. I said him. Did you? Oh, my bad. Yes, I, must I, have, did. I must have missed it. Okay, okay. Well, adding <laughs> on to Kentavious Street, Jake Hutchinson of uh, KBR posted a video, I want to say about a week, a week and a half ago, and his, his off-the-ball get-off is so quick. It was insane mm-hmm. how quickly they did the whole D-line, and he was easily the fastest on the line. At you know, getting right off the ball, right on the snap, and it's really impressive to see because somebody with his injury history, it's nice that he and his yeah. size can move that quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be nice. To, I mean, it's deep, man. Yeah, it's it real is. deep, real it deep is. position. And we're gonna lose some guys on that defensive line that we're like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Be prepared. We're gonna lose a couple names on there that the team, like that, that the fans will not want to lose. So, yep, yeah. it's gonna be tough. And I feel like Seattle, Seattle will probably sign them all.
0: Yeah, I feel like you could see it in Kyle Shanahan's face today already. Like just the gloom and doom knowing what's to come.
1: Tough it's decisions. Tough,
0: it really is.
1: Tough decisions, uh, yeah. Melissa
0: asks, do you think my worst nightmare, Tom Compton, finally gets cut or Eric Banks bought him time?
1: Nah, we can get him out of here, I think. <laughs> I feel like you can get him out of here. He sucks. Yeah.
0: Uh, is Marcel Harris a safety or linebacker? Now he converted right to linebacker. I'm pretty I, sure. I
1: think he did. Yeah, he's gonna be a nickel linebacker, nothing more. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, that's interesting. And he he's been he's been playing pretty well.
1: Yeah, um, I mean uh, he plays pretty well when you don't ask him to cover people.
0: Yes, he's a nice hitter, and he's good in you know shallow right. coverage um melissa says john lynch also talked how i know Hufanga. he did mm-hmm. uh he said opportunities in the nfl are earned that's what he's done
1: he's vying to start for us
0: i don't know Matt. yeah i got a good feeling about Hufanga. something yeah Again, I, I, get, I, do t- I get hesitant i do too I but
1: then you come in here saying tart tart is far and away better than him and i just disagree with that man whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. fully healthy
1: tart i don't As... even think that i don't even think that either i think at cer- so at certain things yes he's a better athlete but I don't think Tart's as good a tackler.
0: That's fair. I think overall, Tart at 100%, Hufango right now. The I want to see Tartic.
1: who's the better ball hawk because nobody in our secondary oh is really a ball hawk.
0: Seriously, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that one.
1: So um, I, I know that, Tartic, that I'm sorry, Hufango was playing single high and showed really good range and instincts during that. So I think that there could be something there. So
0: he looks I don't good. know. I'm excited for him. There, there's there's like this infectious energy, and I'm gonna end up eating my words probably. But it reminds me of a couple of years back when Adrian Colbert entered the league, and remember how like the hype was Dang.
1: around him? What? That's messed up, dude.
0: I I I knew I knew. do put fonga
1: in the same breath. I'm just that, saying
0: dude. the 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 fans' reaction, the energy, the you know, just the hype around it. It was similar, and Colbert balled out his rookie year. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to follow that up. But I'm just saying the anticipation. Dang. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave that it at that. You're sad. gonna you're gonna clown me for that, Zach.
1: One. We're not on the same page tonight, man.
0: I, apparently, I have to censor myself on my own podcast. <laughs>
1: no, you can say what you want. I'm just gonna roast you for it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: uh fernandez's trey has pushed jimmy i think we're seeing a better version of jimmy john Lynch. coach
1: speak coach yeah. speak he's we're seeing the exact same works. jimmy the exact same jimmy yeah
0: i agree um let's see i'm no eric fan but do you actually think if inferior the interior he'll be better i'm hoping kenlon jones stay healthy if he plays i think interior. I think
1: he is better on the interior
0: yep that's where he's yeah, that's he, where made, he, all, he
1: made, made all his money playing next to nick bosa
0: and and uh defo, yeah.
1: No, like literally Nick Bosa.
0: Oh oh yeah.
1: Literally Be- before Nick Bosa came, he had like I think his career high in sacks was like four and a half. I and the so. year Nick Bosa was there, he got 10 sacks. Coincidence, I think not.
0: Yeah, hey, guess what? Nick Bosa's back, so that's fine with me. Yep. Fernando says Jimmy Ward on Talano Hufanga, who ran a four-six forty. I don't know what he ran in his 40 time, but on the field, it feels like he runs a 4.3. three.
1: Yep. That's the same thing with Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice had a notoriously slow 40, but he played faster than what yep. his 40 time would say. Some people like that's a hand in the ground, like sprint. I'm interested to see what his splits were because I'm willing to bet that his, his 10 yard split was pretty slow, probably. Yeah. Because he had to yeah. go from a three point stance to, you know, sprinter stance to upright and running.
0: Yep. Uh, Talano Hufanga and Demo Lenore are diamonds in the rough. Yep. I this like team Deemo. is
1: really good at fifth round picks, man. <laughs>
0: Adrian Colbert intercepted Nick Mullins.
1: I think I intercepted Nick Mullins last week, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> I think Lynch is scared of only having one guy at quarterback again. Sees it being lost because of it. Plus, he so wants something for Jimmy's departure.
1: Uh, I disagree.
0: Maybe if they trade it. These are,
1: these, are, these are professionals. They're not scared.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're just, he just... You have to say that, or you risk alienating the vets on the team. That's just what it is. Because Jimmy's a well liked leader in the locker room. Yeah. You can't just go out there and shit on Jimmy. Like you can't do that. Yeah, they're not trading Jimmy, by the way, guys. He's here for the entire season. Yeah,
0: he's not going. I don't think he's going. No, he's somebody not going comes anywhere. For two first rounders or something. Yeah, I don't think they're leaving. If someone
1: gets real desperate.
0: Yeah. Um. Did you happen to see when they asked him? If he has any idea who's going to be the starter and he just has a yeah. giant grin on his face. Yeah. I have a pretty good idea. Read yeah. into that. What you will, I guess.
1: Yeah. A lot of it's people. Not, it's not about who starts the season though. It's about who finishes the season. Boom. Spoiler alert. It's going to be Trey Lance.
0: <laughs> Matt's seen the season already. Yeah. Writing's on the you wall. Can
1: see, you can see it. You can see it. Yep. Again, yeah. if they're going to have the same floor, take the guy with the higher upside.
0: Yep. Fernando says Kyle Shanahan said he plans to play starters for about half against the Raiders, but he'll pull them earlier if satisfied with the work.
1: They'll play like a quarter. You think so? Yeah. So because because the Raiders aren't going to have their starters out there and they're not going to risk their starting guys against guys that are like tryhards that are trying to make the team. That just reeks to me. That reeks to me like the uh, like the headhunting hit on Justin Fields. That's a dude who's going all out, going crazy because he wants to make a name for himself and make a team. And it led to, not that he's a dirty player, but it led to an illegal hit. So you don't want to put Jimmy Garoppolo in that. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hit like that. Trey Lance is starting day one. You know what I mean? Because that was, that was, I saw, see on the replay, the backside replay from behind where you see Justin, Justin Fields eyes. Yeah. Where he's like, like, he
0: looked like he didn't know where he was.
1: Right. And I'm just like, and immediately I go, dang, dude. And he had an epilepsy too. Oh, and I was shit, like,
0: that's right. that was I watched tough him. Hit. I was
1: like, dang, di-. but he popped back up. I mean, that's He's cool. Tough, and dude. I mean, honestly, with the epilepsy thing too, by the way, just, I just said it cause it's, you know, a lot of people are thinking it, but childhood epilepsy oftentimes resolves itself by the time you become an adult. So
0: I remember going into it when we were, anticipating yeah. the 49ers drafted him.
1: Yeah. He looked good though. He looks he good. Yeah. I cannot for the life of me fathom why they're starting Andy Dalton. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different team though. They're stupid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: I would like to see though, based on the, what I would like to see is that even after you pull the starters, I think that you need to leave Trey Lance in there for a while because he desperately needs reps. A lot of the stuff that you're seeing the throwing way too hard because in practice he doesn't do that from all accounts. He throws a very catchable ball in practice. Yeah. He's just too amped up. You know, he's played yeah. two games in almost two years. Yep. So any amount of snaps that you can get him out there and play him, I think it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also think that what I want to see, hopefully okay, hold on. Before I get to that, my 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 what I've been thinking this whole time is the this last preseason game when there were four, none of the starters played. And nobody's talking about how it's not weird at all anymore, how that's not a thing. Like they're just going to still play the starters and then rest them after about a quarter. Like don't you think that they should still just treat it as that last one or do you think just because there's three, there's not enough to just not have the starters play an entire game? No, because they get –
1: no, no, because they get – they should treat it as the same because they get two weeks off. Okay. That's fair. So next week would be what would have been the fourth preseason game, but they're going to get a rest day and they're going to practice to get ready for the Lions. So every team gets two weeks off. So, yeah, no, you got to play that as your dress rehearsal, because you can't do it in the second game and then go three weeks in between actual game action. You're gonna get too rusty.
0: That's fair. Okay, I like that. So, yeah, I never thought about it. Like that. Um, but yeah, as far yeah. as what I want to see from from the fourth, ah, excuse me, final preseason game for the Niners, Trey Lance, obviously. I mean, it's just a given at
1: this point. Let's see some. I think he needs to play ball. into the third quarter.
0: I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree um wide receivers separate themselves um the rookie corners lenore and thomas thomas can you get lenore a
1: is ready? yeah lenore's doing great i think thomas is having some struggles and so reps are going to be super important for him too Yep. RVP. i think they're going to start too because i don't think mosley is going to get much run if any and i don't think verette's going to play so they might actually start lenore and uh
0: against uh rugs and, and Thomas. i forget what other receivers the raiders have
1: although maybe Kwan gets a little bit of play i don't know
0: yeah he wasn't listed and the players probably not going yeah play. um all right let's take some comments ace daddy says how many dl we
1: keep willis or key i don't know i don't know how many they're going to keep they're going to keep a lot it's though tough. it's going to be one of the deeper positions for sure Twelve. but we are going to lose no they can't keep that many <laughs> they are going to lose some guys though they are going to lose some guys yeah
0: Willis or key. I'd go with key to keep. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd go with key. He's got more cachet and it looks the way he's looked and the way that they've people have described him and Maurice Hurst, I think that there's something to the fact that they were both very disgruntled with what was happening in las vegas with the raiders and because they're so highly touted remember maurice hurst was almost a surefire first round pick except he had that pre-draft heart condition that Mm -hmm. dropped him so you know oh steve in the chat by the way with a great save i forgot about that jordan willis is actually suspended
0: oh okay
1: for peds for the peds yeah i think it dates back to last year they're allowed to do the preseason stuff but oh that's right they can't do yeah Anyway, um, all thanks right, thanks that, Steve. Other, good shout. Yeah,
0: thanks for always catching our our slip ups. Uh, some more comments in here. Yeah, what's up? Sorry, I was late installing the new LEDs on my Jeep. <laughs> thanks Sick, for tuning dude. in. Yeah, hope they came out good.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hit like everybody. Hit the like button right now.
1: Exactly. Else.
0: Or else, um, hit subscribe as well. Hit follow on Twitter. Fernando. Wow. Trent Williams, quote, very few people are better after a major injury than they were before. I played with Nick Bosa before and I played with him after, and he's definitely better. That, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. rare. Yeah. And that's saying something because cool. Nick was a hell of a player before. So I'm hyped to see him after, man. And especially with that series of an injury. It's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to come back from. Um, thoughts on Welker trying to get the wide receivers to catch better. Did you see this video? No, I have it right here. Let me pull it up. It's it's funny. I don't know if you can um if I can share the sound. He's throwing that ball hard,
1: and that probably still ain't as hard as Trey Lance throws it. No, he's trying though. He's trying. Oh, yeah, he's trying. So the
0: tweet says uh, Kyle Shanahan went to wide receiver coach Wes Welker and said, "Your boys can't drop any more passes." <laughs> Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But yeah, I do think that it was. Uh, it's interesting to see, and hopefully, it's it turns into something because we've seen a lot of
1: drops. So, I think you're muted. Sorry, a lot of drops a lot of them that were, you know, a little bit behind and, you know, like a couple that were like really bad, but still, I remember the Richie James, the outplay that, that was somebody that had to get, uh, you know, that, that was just a straight up drop. It was a bad look. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, Josh says, did Trey throw those fastballs in college?
1: Actually funny enough, when you go back and watch the tape, um, and this was something else that I heard too, where in college, it looked like, He only had okay arm strength because he oftentimes took a lot off of his passes. So this seems to be just something he's like, he's a rookie man. He knows he has three first round picks behind him. He knows that he's trying to beat out an incumbent starter. So he's just, he's out there and he's, he's squeezing a little bit, you know, he's got a little bit of the, the yips as it were. And he's just, man, he's just, he's just throwing seeds everywhere he can. So he'll get it. He'll get it eventually.
0: Yeah, I, I think you will. It's only a matter of time. Um, running backs, Elijah, be nice. I also like to see Gallman and Hasty fight it out more. So this is a video we did for today's Niners News episode, mm-hmm. and we got a good amount of people going back and forth. Yes, Hasty is surpassing Gallman, making him expendable. No way. Gallman's a better veteran. He's a better pass blocker. Kyle values that more. <laughs> We'd like to see what you guys think in in the comments. Let us know what you think. Is is Michael Hasty making Wayne Gallman expendable? Matt and I both basically agreed. It seems like it. Yeah, Gallman. Yep. Or Hasty. They still up.
1: rolled. They still rolled Hasty out there, even though he had fumbles, which means Kyle really likes him because Kyle don't suffer that shit. We didn't see Matt Breida for like seven weeks after a fumble,
0: <laughs> and then he went to Miami. He fumbled.
1: He fumbled in like week fifteen of the regular season, and we didn't see his ass till the Super Bowl.
0: Yep uh josh says i don't understand how we find gems in late rounds but can't draft that well in the early rounds that's funny we talked about this in the
1: sh- <laughs> yeah they stretch man they stretch they could have had really good players um they could have had creed humphrey who looks like he's really good they could have had asante samuel who had a pick uh, against the 49ers so the uh, yeah i mean round one they do okay i mean but round one's a 50 50 crap shoot anyway round two like two and three are like round three especially they do a pretty bad job in those rounds
0: yep thanks for tuning in Sin. <laughs> i'm just glad we got so many uh josh I'm hope Juwan jennings can be one of them with green law and kill etc juan jennings has shown promise i'm yeah. really excited
1: i like him yeah oh we got a super chat
0: happy almost start of the season matt and zach thanks for all you do do we have any matt rants tonight <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know you gotta right? get mad i know it's gonna depend we're gonna see we're gonna see yeah. although i will say this i will say this and i i've said it a couple times throughout the show man you guys gotta stop caring who wins fucking preseason games nobody cares nobody cares it doesn't count Okay, yeah. like look at the last two 0 and 16 teams that well the only two 0 and 16 teams in the NFL, they both went undefeated in the preseason. Like you literally want your people to do the stuff they need to do, get some reps, stay healthy, and you want the young guys to show out. The final score only means that one team's scrubs were better than the other team's scrubs because we all know that there's going to be a turnover fuck fest in the middle of the field in the third and fourth quarters where it's just sloppy football that you can see in like the Mountain West Conference on Saturdays, right? every Joe Schmo from Holy Cross and, like, whatever, Providence or whatever, out there trying to make a roster, trying to earn their $5,000 game check for a preseason game. They probably are, like, trying to get in in as an equipment manager just so they can be around the good old days, right? Like Al Bundy in a shoe store with his hand down his pants going like, Hey, Peg, I got four touchdowns in a high school championship game. Preseason wins don't mean shit. Okay, that was it. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That, you know what? It shows my age too that I watch Married with Children. Like half the people in here are probably like, what the fuck? Was I was going to say Al Bundy. <laughs> like Al Bundy, who's that? Come on,
0: man. People know him for Modern Family more now. I know, right? Yeah. That's dude, hilarious. I've only watched
1: like bits and pieces, like ep- random episodes of Modern Family.
0: It's good, dude. I-, I owned like basically every season on DVD besides the last like few. When Ash and I yeah. first moved in together, we didn't have cable. So that was okay. like the series that we got into. Gotcha. It was cool. It was cool. Nice. It um, looks pretty all cool. right. Yeah. Thank you for the Matt rant. Hey.
1: And thank you, Hung Fat. Cinnamon Kiss knows about Al Bundy. <laughs> good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. I, that was a good show, man. Yep. Matt
0: rants young, the greatest young thing. Ever.
1: Young Christina Applegate was one of the best things in my early childhood too, by the way.
0: Yep. Personally, want hasty and gallman over mostert but i doubt it'll happen gallman is a lot like wilson jr i hope we don't lost that kind of running back but yeah hasty should make it he'll be picked up if not over mostert
1: yeah i don't know if i put him over mostert i think mostert is pretty expendable though
0: oh okay i don't think comment here
1: i don't think he's as good as everybody thinks he is
0: think his speed's overrated
1: no, I think he's got really good speed. I just don't think – I think he's like a one-cut foot-in-the-ground type of guy. I don't think he has a lot of wiggle, and that's why they don't run him between the tackles that much. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's fair. I mean, it's Pretty fair criticism.
1: It. And the only th- reason I want to get rid of Mostert is because he held the team up for money last year and then got injured. Like I yeah, asked
0: That will never – you'll never let that one go. But it's no, fair. Man. It's fair criticism. 19-0, whatever the record Baltimore has a preseason doesn't help if Lamar can't win playoff games. yeah yeah they haven't lost a preseason game in years
1: dude coward went on a rant about lamar jackson this week and i was just like i don't know it was and then nick Wright was like insinuated that was like a racism sort of thing and that was like that was a weird flex but no dude like lamar jackson's really really good but once his athleticism goes, if he doesn't refine his passing, he's going to start to struggle as his career goes along. That's just it. And you yeah. see it in the playoffs when it comes down to all of the good defenses that he typically struggles more. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock. Again, it's not a knock. It's just it's a constructive criticism of things that you hope to see Lamar actually improve. Not because you're like Lamar is a piece of shit or whatever, because he's not. He's absolutely a superstar in the league. You just want to make that like superstardom last longer. You know? Like that was the one thing Michael Vick was so dope when he came into the league and everybody ah. loved watching him. And he didn't refine his passing. And it caught up with him as he got older and he was no longer the 4 2 guy, the fastest guy on the field. The same thing's gonna happen to Lamar unless he really refines that passing. That's all that that constructive criticism should come from. If it's anything more than that, people are just jerks. I agree. Because he's agree. fun as hell, he's fun as hell to watch.
0: He is. And the, the one knock on his game has always been as a passer. You need yep. to work on your throws. You need to work on your accuracy. You need to work on your deep ball. And
1: there's so, a reason why Mark Andrews goes so high in fantasy drafts now. Because okay. that is like the guy that Lamar th- loves to throw to. You know, he loves his tight ends. Okay. So,
0: Hunk Fast thank you, Matt.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for as- the super chat. Ask and you shall receive.
0: You guys see how they are hyping up Zach Wilson? I'm not trying to be a hater, but every team he has played against didn't play starters at all, not even second string.
1: He's looked really good though. Yeah, his, some of the throws are still impressive. His ball placement is nice.
0: Yeah. And yeah, he's, got, he's got a lot fans? of
1: he's got a lot of zip too. Yeah. Yeah, we both yeah. Like I like Wilson. Zach Wilson. We got we got some Zach Wilson haters in our group chat, but one, one in particular, Christian. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's going to be. I have a feeling that he's not going to work simply because it's the Jets. It's Although I watched, a, I watched a little bit of Sam Darnold today, and he's still got happy feet and makes some bad decisions. So who knows? <laughs>
0: uh, Fernand- oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this I missed. Fernando says, happy for Joe Staley. Join the 49ers NBC Sports Bay Area. Hopefully because of O-line coach. Shout out to Joe Staley. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: good for him. I wish, like, I don't really get um, NBC Sports Bay Area, like, live. So I'll just have to catch what he does on, like, YouTube after the fact. But it's really cool. Joe's Joe's a good dude. I love that uh, brick by brick where he's standing there with Lake and Tomlinson, and like he switches sides, and he's like, "Nah, man, this doesn't feel right." And then goes back to how they would line up on the field. Like <laughs> it's like this feels this feels safe, this feels protected. That shit was funny, man. That's funny. It got uh, me. It was funny.
0: Yep. There was a a comment that I thought from Trent Williams press conference today, and they asked him how you guys feel whether it's Jimmy or Trey behind you, is there any difference in how you guys play or how you block? And Trent basically said, no, we do our thing. They do their thing. They're two separate things. Yes. We're protecting them. However, it doesn't matter who's behind us or their style of play. Do you think that that's true? I don't believe
1: that. No, I don't believe that. Yeah. I didn't either. Simply because simply because Trey is mobile. So once he breaks pocket, that's when things change and it's not exactly the same. So, you know, something that would be a legal block, you know, maybe Trey takes off and Trent Williams is engaged and can't see Trey, but the defensive lineman does. And so the defensive lineman breaks towards Trey and that causes Trent to do a holding or something. Yeah. Right. Like there are levels to this, or maybe the protections pushed a certain way and Trey decided to go a different way. And then, you know, there's so many myriad things. Although I do think that it can be a bonus too, where you get Trey off schedule and the defensive backs don't know what to do and can't cover the receivers. So. It's a little bit of both, but I don't think it's exactly the same. Maybe it is. Maybe it is for Trent once who's just so damn good. It probably doesn't matter to him anyway. But for the other guys, I think it does.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I was like, "Huh, that seems a little fishy to me." I don't know if I buy that. Um, also, I thought it was interesting in that same press conference when they asked him about his injury that he had in practice the other day. It seemed like there was an issue, and he's like, he basically said, "Like, oh, that was a blooper. You guys weren't supposed to see that." Um, i'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus but we had a depth issue and i just thought it was interesting he kind of seemed like he was he's super classy always classy but maybe somebody did the wrong move or went the wrong way and he got mad at him and i think he was a little upset that that got seen by reporters and stuff
1: just it is what it is man yep it is what it is when your body's Uh, worth that many millions yeah (laughs) ace daddy Ace Daddy asking, keep your league Eckler fifth round or Keenan Allen fourth round. I don't draft Chargers, so that I don't, I can't help you there. I would, yeah. I would tell you, stay away from Chargers.
0: Although Keenan Allen has been my one good, solid pick for the last few years.
1: I mean, in all honesty, if you can get the value, like Eckler in the fifth is is a pretty good value. Keenan Allen in the fourth, like depending on your league, that's a little rich for Keenan Allen.
0: I was just gonna say, Eckler's Steve's guy. Steve's drafted Eckler. For as long as I can. I think as long as I've known him, he's <laughs> talking about having Eckler on his fantasy
1: team. He's okay. Yeah.
0: Melissa says, that was the best uh bot with the right and left thing. Oh, probably from brick by brick. Yeah. yeah. Trent Williams, pancake or Ken Law, sack, interception. What do you want to see first? Both in the same game. Give me the pancake.
1: I'm Uh-oh. a Noel Zach, guy. Zach's Zach's hungry.
0: I'm hungry. Yeah. I haven't eaten all that's day.
1: Hungry. I had
0: my overnight oats. That's about it.
1: I can actually, I'm going to go Ken sack slash interception because we know Trent Williams is going to pancake dudes. I still, sure. I still firmly have in my mind that running play that they ran against Buffalo and Trent Williams just smashed a dude. Yeah. Like just smashed him. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> he was so fast on that play too. I was like, I was like, we got him for what? How cheap? Yeah. I mean, not now, because we paid him, but the draft compensation was like, all right, good job Penny's being dysfunctional, biscuits. Washington.
0: Penny's and he's in biscuits, yep. We're going to be wrapping okay. things up here, guys. Yep. Uh, Sending your questions, whether it's for the game, whether it's for just the Niners in general, we love to answer them. But before we do, we got to say thank you to our sponsors, and the first one is Acre Gold.
1: Here comes the stamp, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Matt calls it the stamp. I forget what he called it last week when he was out by himself here the plug. Um, But go click the link in the description. You can start buying gold for as little as $50 a month. Once you reach the market price of two and a half grams, they will send you two and a half grams worth of gold and this beautiful gold bar. I don't know if you can call it a bar, but that's what they're calling it. So we will roll with that. Um, Also shout out to 81 vino. This is the wine by 49ers legend. Terrell Owens, go to 81vino.com, uh, code HIVE for 10% off. And it'll also get you free shipping on two or more bottles. And last plug for the night is shop49ershive.com. Um, you can grab that Trey Lance graphic that you see behind me right there. That is available in clothing as well. I just have it on a, a print, um, Use code RGS15, RGS15 for 15% off your entire purchase. We got Warner Bread merch. We got Trey Area merch. We got Trey Draft Night merch. So go pick it up. Support the channel. We really do appreciate it all. Let's get into these uh, comments and questions. You know,
1: you read that more professionally than me, but I think mine was more fun. Although I think the sponsors probably like the professional aspect. I
0: caught that. yours afterwards and I yeah. was just dying. I had to get out. I was, like, Look at I this. was,
1: I was pretty deep in at that point, guys. <laughs> I was pretty deep in.
0: Yeah. You were like the gold, gold stamp. You could put it on letters.
1: Yeah. I think I said you could put it on an envelope. It's all right though. Yeah.
0: Put it on. envelope. <laughs> it's
1: all right. It was my first time, man. Hey, I was intoxicated, by the way, and I still remember to get those things in. So You
0: did. You did. Got to give you credit. You held down the fort. Uh, Fernando best. says, 1979, Steve DeBerg was a 49ers veteran starter. Bill Walsh inserted, inserted a rookie named Joe Montana into some Lorenzo situations. That's what I'm thinking Kyle Shanahan implement like Bill Walsh did.
1: I think it's just a direct comparison. I think he's going to put Trey Lance into situations that are easily – succeeding like they're easily succeeded plays and jimmy is just gonna do his jimmy stuff and it's gonna become kind of a thing where it trade just looks better and that's gonna win over the guys in the locker room and as soon as the locker room decides then kyle could be like all right done kyle's trying to take it out of his own hands
0: yeah
1: i agree i i just think it's it's
0: tough. It's a tough situation. And like you, you that's the best way to put it. Honestly, yeah. he's trying to not be the one making the choice. He's trying to let the choice m- kind of make itself. And it's yep. almost like when, when, you know, obviously I don't have kids, but you have to like, you can't force your kid a lesson. Like you have to have them learn it themselves. And I think that's the kind of situation here with the Niners. They need to see themselves that Trey Lance, the players that is, because the coaches I'm sure mm-hmm. know right away. Trey Lance is a better option. If it takes a couple of weeks to get there, fine but they'll get
1: there.
0: Yep. Lance stat predictions. Maybe what do you want to see? What would you hope for? Because um, better,
1: better completion percentage, better ball location, less sacks.
0: Okay. I like that. Uh, mobility. I don't know if that cap or that lock is still on his legs from coach Shanahan. Let's yeah, see. I don't
1: expect them to run. I mean, they got to try <laughs> a little bit, but. It's still going to be like vanilla concepts. Even if they do run some like read option stuff, it's going to be like super limited read option.
0: Let's see if there's another deep. I just want to see how
1: I want to see how freely he changes between the two. Okay. Like, is it series by series is going to be play by play. Is it going to be situationally? It's going to be interesting while Jimmy is still in there. If he switches them on the same drive. That'll be
0: oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you know that what I mean. Like if he's doing yeah.
1: the two quarterback system, this is dress rehearsal game. You gotta at least try to, to have some semblance of your offense out there. So
0: yep, it's tough. Um, especially when you're taking away momentum, play yep. by play. Yeah, we yeah. do have some great sponsors. Thank you very much, and we're very grateful. And if you guys ever want to partner, anybody watching, Zach at mm-hmm. 49ers Hive, Matt at 49ershive.com, send us an email, shoot us a DM. You know how to get in touch with us. And also hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, guys. We're getting super close to 2,000 subscribers. Feel like I've been screaming at the moon for months. Once we get right. there, we're gonna give away a 49ers jersey, premium content. Not to brag,
1: get a jersey, guys.
0: Get a jersey. Win that. Hit that. Excuse me. Win that jersey. Hit hit that subscribe button. Hit the follow button too on Twitter. Kinlaw picks six, and Jared Goff is what I want to <laughs> see first. That would be hilarious.
1: Hey, likely though. Jared Goff's stinky.
0: We're going through the comments, guys. Don't we're not we're not forgetting you. Do you think Eman will bounce back or be like Spoon in a tailspin with competition at his heels?
1: Nah, Emmanuel's a dog, dude. He's just yeah. No, 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 no. Spoon's Spoon's (laughs) problem. Spoon's problem was always between the ears.
0: Yep, just like Dante. Yeah. You guys are hilarious together.
1: (laughs) We do our best.
0: Thank you. We're entertainment. Goff being owned by our defensive line is a much must watch love seeing it
1: I think they're gonna have like seven sacks in that game
0: yep oh yeah Matt you were great on your own just love it more than both of you after all you're the dynamic duo thank you
1: I I appreciate the compliment great I think is a stretch (laughs) just from what I remember of it but it was hard I think I went an hour and a half you went a long time it was on my own and I think, I think that I was fueled by a little too much beer, but that's all right.
0: Gets the job done. Which wide receivers do you have making the 53? This is um,
1: tough. Iuk, uh, Debo, Sanu, Sherfield, Jalen Hurd probably, and Jawan Jennings. I think they're going to carry six. That's a good six. I think Travis Benjamin's going to be like that last, like heartbreaking cut. Although, like, no, uh, they're going to keep seven because I think they're going to keep Sim- Simba Webster.
0: I could see that. I agree. But with that. I
1: forget about him because he's not to me like a special teams guy. You might be listed on the depth chart as like a wide receiver, but you're not. I don't really count that towards the wide receiver count.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think that's a good seven though. Um, yeah, the one you just listed. It's tough to beat that. Is Ken Law the most intriguing second year for you guys because Ayuk has been disappointing me?
1: How You're so? How has he been yeah. how has he been disappointing you?
0: Maybe with the drop? Like
1: he's he had the two drops, but I don't even put the, the Garoppolo one on him. Too high. That thing was like fingertips. Like when you watch it back on replay, that was like fingertips.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say Ayuk's been disappointing though. I think, uh, yeah, rusty maybe. I don't know, but
1: it's it's, it's hard. Just, yeah, Preseason. I mean, he had that like he, he had that drop from from Trey Lance. But like I said, when you're going from Jimmy Garoppolo pillows to to Trey Lance piss missiles, it's gonna be hard to catch that. Like, piss missiles. Have, you
0: hear that have you never I've heard never that heard term? Have you never heard that before? No, I've never, I've never heard that.
1: It must be like a baseball thing. It must or like be, yeah. like seed. Seed is another baseball term. Never heard it. He threw an absolute seed. That's usually when you see like a right fielder throw it all the way to third on a seed. like on a rope. It's an absolute <laughs> seed, absolute piss missile. Yeah, that's
0: hilarious. Yeah, Heard gonna be on the fifty three if he can keep it together for the next week. I'd love to see what he has. I Me think too. So.
1: I think yeah. everybody wants to see what he has. I still have questions whether or not he's actually gonna play a regular season game ever.
0: I hope but so, I man. Guess,
1: I guess we'll see. I get is he, he's supposed to play right Sunday? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: Jonathan says, th- I don't have Twitter. I always hear about 49ers Twitter. That it's pretty fun.
1: Fun is a word to describe it. Sure.
0: At times. At times.
1: Sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's a disaster. <laughs> just depends on what you're in the mood for, brother. Yeah. Twitter's like that, though.
0: Yep. Hung fast is make it Twitter. Yeah, you should do it, man. Yeah, do it. It can't be if you follow the right people. We can also be aggravated he's, just being honest got- about Twitter. Yeah.
1: He's going to have it for like a week and be like, now I know I don't have one. Delete. (laughs) Right. I know. My
0: headspace is horrible. (laughs) It was a very fun show with Matt alone, but you guys are the greatest male duo out there. Hey. Thank you, Mariah. I appreciate you. Shout out to your show. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate the love, guys. Uh, It's like Matthew Slater for the Pats. He's listed a wide receiver, but purely plays. Exactly. Great Great reference. Jalen Moore is getting better. You think yep. guard is still a concern.
1: Yep. yep. Needs work. going to be.
0: Sorry, right guard. Yeah. Yeah. Fun or toxic, yeah. Polly says about yep. Twitter. That's, that's Twitter <laughs> in a nutshell. When Jimmy G is gone, who do you want the team – what do you want the team, excuse me, to do about the backup quarterback?
1: I want them to get a backup that's similar in play style to Trey Lance.
0: Oh, you know who's out there?
1: Robert Griffin III. third. that's one too oh don't you dare don't you dare don't you dare it's bad enough that Madden made him an 81 overall I edited him and made him like a 3 do
0: you think we have the next shark on this team no Probably not.
1: That's hard to Man, come by. Yeah, one Kaywon is such a good corner. As a slot corner, my God, he's so yeah. good.
0: I put yeah. Zach and Matt on the same level as Bert and Ernie, top notch.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Steve. What, Bert, Bert's, the, Bert's the yellow one, though, right? That's Zach, because my head definitely ain't that shape.
0: I don't remember them. I remember them. I don't I don't know who each is.
1: 49ers, I think it's more like pinky in the brain. Zach's pinky. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys.
0: It probably is, though. (laughs) That's hilarious. 49ers Twitter is like a Jimmy G throw. You'll never know what you're going to get, but you might have some fun.
1: Yeah, and you might face palm because the throw was so bad. Yeah,
0: you might send out a tweet that's equivalent to throwing it right to a linebacker and get ratioed. I'd rather keep Jimmy G as a backup. That's a pricey backup, though.
1: Yeah, he's not taking a pay cut, and he's going to want to start somewhere else. And when you look at some of these other places that are going to need to have legit starting quarterbacks, like, ideally, here's what's going to happen. A team like Philadelphia is going to go, like, 4-12, and right? Through no fault of their own, they're going to blame Jalen Hurts, and they're going to want to replace him, and Jalen Hurts gets cut. I think the 49ers should pick up, like, a Jalen Hurts as a backup for Trey Lance. Interesting. something like that
0: that's uh, intriguing Jalen yeah. Hurts I don't think he's skilled enough to, to
1: start no but he could be a backup, backup. right and someone with athletic ability and who's going to run an offense that's very similar if you have the concepts in there already
0: yeah Burton Hurts getting some laughs in the comments was Matt drinking Terrell Owens wine Matt already drank that wine
1: I did drink the bottle of wine we got to get more. Yep.
0: I miss old Nick cartoons. Yeah, those are the best. We have the money since then. We got to some guys though.
1: Anybody remember that old Nickelodeon cartoon, David the Gnome? No. Okay. Maybe it's just me.
0: David the Gnome.
1: Dude, that show was crazy. They were like <laughs> always trying to not get eaten by cats and shit. <laughs> it was like unusually dark for the time period.
0: That's crazy. It's like Ren and Stimpy. You remember Ren and Stimpy?
1: Yeah. I like Me, me really and Mo, I just dirty. talked about that today where it was like, that show was legitimately made us uncomfortable. And so I went and looked at a clip and I played it and it was Ren, like pulling out the roots of his missing teeth from his gums. And I was like, yeah. Oh, she's like, this is what I'm talking about. We turn it off after like five seconds. I'm like, I can't.
0: It was really weirdly graphic.
1: It was, yeah. but you can get away with stuff back in the day.
0: Uh, Pauly asks, do you think someone like Street or Givens could be traded before cut down or other defensive linemen?
1: I think they'll explore it. I think yeah. they'll definitely explore it to see if they can get something. But, they're deep enough. But again, it's what do you want to give up when you know that they have to cut down anyway? Yeah. Like You're just going to try to wait them out and then maybe try to give them the highest offer because money is less valuable to these teams than the draft picks are. So,
0: Oh, yeah. Sen says they're... There, Eagles nation, blaming Jalen Hurts now. Yep. 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 Steelers will probably win too many to draft a quarterback, and I think Ben's time is coming to an end. That's a fair assessment.
1: This upcoming quarterback draft is trash. Spencer Rattler is not going to be good, and I think Sam Howell's too short. I do not
0: like Rattler at all.
1: No, uh, and I, from everything that I've heard, he's he's kind of full of himself. He's a he's a piece of shit.
0: With all due respect.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah,
0: all, everything I've seen about the kid. Clips online, social media articles. Yeah.
1: seems
0: like the typical pompous asshole. Um
1: Yeah, Sam Howell legitimately reminds me of like not as talented Baker Mayfield.
0: Oof. I could see this that. is
1: gonna be a real bad quarterback draft and then there's like I think that the third QB is like Keaton Slavis from USC, who's also not very good.
0: Joey says Rattler is Dollar Tree Mahomes. <laughs> That's great.
1: That's pretty good. I like that. That's really good.
0: <laughs> great value. Steve says greatest duo of all time. Beavis and butthead Red and Stiffy, Burton, Ernie, Zach, and Matt, Pinky in the Brain. It's <laughs> pretty good. These are horrible. Josh says Tyrod Taylor, as far as a backup to, to Trey Lance.
1: Yeah. Tyrod, Tyrod's starting to get up there in age, though.
0: Yeah. Excited but for the college
1: news. veteran excited for the new spider-man movie hell yeah me me too it looks pretty dope
0: yep it's fantastic it looks like they're gonna
1: do that that crazy storyline where what was it one the one more day storyline that everybody hated because he made that deal with the the god that devil villain mefesto yeah yeah where everybody forgot who he was but then it erased his marriage to mary jane and all that stuff But they, I mean, comics have to do that stuff because they just have to reset. If you get too far, then it's like, oh, Peter and Mary Jane have like four spider kids. And it's just like, it doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Philly is way harsh with their ice balls with batteries in them. Jesus. Dude. That's that's assault, brother.
1: They (laughs) they booed Santa Claus. Who does that? People with no soul. I have a friend from Philly, and he is the most abrasive person I've ever met in my life. But like in a funny way, he's hilarious.
0: Corey Wyatt says, "What can the team do with Hurst if he is out for a month? Like trade? Why? I mean, probably injury settlement at most, right?
1: Yeah, they'll probably have to. They'll probably have to release him.
0: Yeah. People have said Lawrence has looked the worst of the five. How would you guys rank the five? I haven't watched
1: enough, honestly. I don't think he's looked the worst. If we're talking purely based off of how they look." In terms of like overall, y'all ain't gonna like this. Lance has definitely been the most inconsistent. Yeah, the best looking one, the best looking one, nah, the best looking one to me is Zach Wilson. Looks the best. Okay, dude, go watch the games. He's making hella throws. He's look good. Yeah, yeah. And then I would say, honestly, I would say Mac Jones. Okay, and then I would say Justin Fields. The problem with Justin Fields is that. He's running more than he's throwing. And that's, I mean, that's no fault of his because that offensive line sucks. And they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And, yeah. you know, um, and then I would say then it's Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance probably last just because Trey Lance has been so inconsistent. And Lance also has that. Yeah, he's up and down. He's also had a couple of throws that you're just like, Ugh. he's also the most rusty, though. And so it's yeah. to be expected. Like you don't, it's not about who's like the best after this first preseason. About who's the best ten years from now, and so in that regard, I think again, Mac Jones. Everybody said he was most pro ready. He looks the most pro ready.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, I agree with you, Matt. Zach Wilson does look good. Yep. Yeah. I cringe every time the JG GM is mentioned. Trampalki, I assume.
1: All right, JGGM, guys. GGM, yeah.
0: I think with all that said, that's going to conclude. Oh, the Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville GM. Yeah. Trent Bulky. Yeah. That's going to do it for this live episode of the Red and Gold Standard podcast. If you're watching, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on Twitter, hit that follow button. Our personal handles are on the screen. If you want to go follow us on Twitter, we love you guys. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. You can catch us Sunday after the game. We'll break it all down. Have another great time with you guys. Who looked good, who didn't, what were we impressed with? What do we want to see more of? Come back here Sunday, right after the game. Matt and I will be here to break it all down.
1: Relatively right after the game. We'll let you know.
0: Within seconds.
1: Within hours.
0: Sometime Sunday. That's all we can do.
1: Yeah, I gotta, I'm moving. So <laughs> I got back and do stuff, man. Anyway, I lost track. Um something or other acre gold stamps on your envelopes, Tara Lowen's wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all that stuff. Uh, But yeah, we do listen guys, get us to 2000. Let's give away this Jersey. We really want to, we'd really like to, but you guys, you know, we all have to do our part. All you gotta do is click that subscribe button. Do it. You know, you want to, so hopefully everybody comes out of the Raiders game. Healthy. Hopefully we see a lot of stuff going forward and it's the dress rehearsal before the regular season. So everybody enjoy watching Sunday. We love having you with us And until next time. Go Niners.